0: Hi, this is Moss Whelan and the Story in Mind podcast. And the topic as we go for a walk is education, especially uh, regarding creative writing and uh, learning about story, screenwriting, everything that you could. ...possibly pull into... uh, ...theater... uh, ...because there are... ...great theater classes... ...that that get into story... ...I would argue that... ...especially for theater... ...that it's so important... ...to... ...it's important to... there's ...there's a sense of immediacy... ...it's live... And it's it's got to grip the imagination, and so there's a whole set of skills going on there, and you can get that through uh, screenwriting, but there's but there's a say a tradition, and um, there's considerations such as uh, this say the stage. And the composition of a scene. Uh, I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of the the stage. Anyways. Uh, So uh, my first foray into uh, learning more and, you know, say getting. Um, some knowledge from professionals, uh, people who have had published traditionally, and it, run, it ran the gamut from people who had, say, done a short film to people who had uh, done complete novels and in, in a variety of genres. And my first foray into that was at a local college called Douglas College, and it was so refreshing. Uh, I had, a, you know, a terrible, tragic, impossible time in high school, and uh, dropped out, and I, I, I sort of went back to complete, uh, we call it a GED, and uh, so I, via that I was able to complete my uh, grade 12. And that helped me get into uh, college later, but I was really turned off by um, both the, uh, the method, the style of education, uh, learning by rote sort of just repeat after me. There was that. But then there was then there was the uh what is it the Lord of the Flies uh that went on in the uh hallways you know and this you know the the pathetic um what is it called policing of that and uh, I'm sure it has improved, uh, but I suspect it's, its you know, that there's still uh, pray, pray or be prayed and prayed upon and, uh, what is the, uh, I'm just thinking of the, um, Say, say talking with with new educators and 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 a kind of frustration um, you know ha- having some kids who are in a very difficult environment or situation and uh, requiring help and assistance and I, I do I do want to believe i 'm pretty sure that it has improved I see um, I see things occasionally, like there was a pink shirt day, for example. And I thought, okay, well, that's moving in the right direction. And, uh, I guess less school pride and more, uh, personal pride. That, uh, that would be a good move. And hopefully it's moving in that direction. And rolling off of that, the, uh, for myself, uh, I had, uh, my agent had suggested, oh, hey, Moss, uh, and this is before they were my agent, I had sent them something, and they had sent me a letter back, very kind, and uh, this was in the early days of the uh, internet, so they, uh, you know, still sending letters. letters, not emails, but uh, their advice was to take a creative writing class. I had strengths. Uh, setting was my strength, but character was not. I would argue at this point, uh, as I've gone along, that one can get all the information that is in a creative writing uh diploma or degree I ended up with a uh, associate uh, degree I think it is so it's an AA and it it leads to a, uh, a BA which is the path I took uh, there was actually a, a creative writing um, it was out of town it was a it was a creative writing degree which would be a, a i think it was a BFA and so you could go from BFA to an uh, MFA and then it stops because the fine arts stop at a uh MFA master of fine arts but it was out of town and uh it didn't uh, it didn't work and so i ended up uh doing a Bachelor of Arts locally, so this was after, uh, yeah, this was after the college. So I started off at uh, a college, and uh, through that I I learned that my true weakness, it was interesting because it it was a process of finding out what was wrong. And the, and the thing that was wrong was structure. Story structure. You could even, ex- I could even expand and say, oh, it was, it was structure, uh, life structure even. But anyways, I, so, uh, the best, in my mind, the best place t- to, to pursue that was screenwriting. And we have a a local film school. And so I went to the film school, Vancouver Film School. And they have a writing program. And I... uh, Yeah, so I did that. And that was for a year. And just jam-packed and focused. uh, Amazing and i hadn't my my thought was not initially to uh to dabble in film i was i was pursuing fiction i was pursuing you know novel writing but uh i i i got what i uh was wanting what i was looking for And that was... After that, I had a greater sense of structure. uh, A deeper sense of structure. Uh, In the college before... I had a... It was almost like, say, the surface. And we were exploring the surface. And it wasn't specific. Which is odd, because there were so many different classes. And... I I was picking up uh, skills, tools, bits and pieces, such as uh, in a a poetry class, hearing for the first time about speaking aloud, reading your work aloud. And uh, it carried over into fiction writing and other forms of writing, because especially, say, dialogue. You know, you used to speak it, you can hear it, and, um, you know, say, does that sound natural, or or does that sound angry, does that sound uh, disempowered, even having, say, reading it aloud, recording it, and then playing it back, so that you don't, you know... You sort of have a bit of distance from it. I think it, I think too around that I I started putting in italics to enunciate you know, or bring attention to a word in in a sentence, especially dialogue. I I noticed that I started to do that, just to you know add a little an element of. Uh, you know, stress upon a certain word or phrase, and uh, so yeah, uh, so I took the screenwriting, the year long screenwriting course, and that was interesting as well because there was this attrition. Uh, we started off with a large group of people. And then, at the end, it was definitely half. Half the people had left, for one reason or another. And uh, I think I grew a beard. <laughs> I think I grew a beard. I remember one one guy. Uh, he 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 was telling me, you know, Moss, you should. You should shower and shave every morning. Uh, I think he said that's what my grandfather told me, or something like that. And and that guy went on to grow a beard later after the, after the program, like a decade or a couple decades uh, later. But I, I I was I was passionate about uh, understanding and. uh and then i and then I went on to to do my b a why uh, there were a number of there were a number of factors involved. I felt as though i hadn't finished um, i was en- I was enjoying the process uh, of learning uh, specifically about story. And so I, I applied to uh, a local university, uh, Simon Fraser University, and was accepted. And so I got in and I was studying. I made a mistake at that point of uh, working. Uh, I was doing some tutoring on the side. And it actually wasn't a wise idea because my uh, GPA, grade point average at the end, didn't allow me to continue. So basically I had to stop. Later I found out that there's uh, a, f- a farther flung uh, university in a, another province, and they offer online courses, so I could have continued uh, but it was it was tough too uh, I got a lot I learned a lot and um, it was a what is it called uh, a stepping stone my my initial um, the the reason why I was going, I think, was calling me, and that focus. The thing about Simon Fraser at that point was they didn't have a creative writing program, or it's it was emaciated. It was it was very small uh, within the English program. There were only a few. Uh, classes and they have something they have a publishing program that is sort of like an offshoot of the university uh, but yeah so that was one of the reasons for not continuing is that it was going down that path would be scholarly whereas the, th- the the reason for doing it in the first place was story. So I wanted to s- study story. Uh, thinking about it now, I'm, I'm sort of thinking, oh, I could have gotten into theatre, or film, uh, that that might have been an avenue. And actually, after uh, university, I did pursue it for a while, and the notion from film school was that in television, writers are treated like gods, and this, this was not the case. Uh, apparently it's very difficult for a god to get a job <laughs> in television, and I think it's that you've got to, I, I suspect it's that you've got to start off at the bottom and work your way up, and I wanted to write you know i did not i'm not in, i was not interested in getting somebody coffee and uh yeah and i i went off i i got sidetracked and and uh because i because i had been tutoring i i ended up uh going off to uh, korea for a couple of years And, uh, and two, that has, you know, very little, I attempted to bring in story, but they didn't want that. They wanted someone who, uh, is an educator who, you know, picks up the textbook and, uh, doesn't tell the story. Um, which, uh. You know the positive side of that is elimination and going well. You know that's not for me. Uh, the, the the bliss. I'm continuing to follow the bliss. And to the whole purpose was to uh, to get published. And eventually, after a long, you know, difficult, windy path, uh, I'm there. Uh, But I wonder, I I do wonder, everything, you know, could I have done it uh, at the library? Because all of the textbooks I used were at the library. Uh, I was talking with Johannes on Twitter about Robert McKee's story. And you know it's a it's a nice big book. It's about story in uh, film. Uh, so it's it's got structure. It talks about subtext. It's 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 a really um, heavy read. Like it's not it's not surface. This goes deep. Um, you're getting an education. In, in film, as you read it, especially screenwriting, and it's amazing, but it, it's, it's not simple, easy, and uh, I would recommend it for later, when you have a foothold. I think it would be easy to throw it across the room if you're not, um, say, speaking the language, if you're not Approaching it uh, from a story viewpoint. Like, say, if you're approaching it thinking, novels, you know, that's not going to happen. And, uh... I I felt this frustration there. But at the same time, I was invested. I knew that this uh, was going to help. I was pretty sure. But it's at the library. You can get it at the library. Uh... I have found uh, textbooks or how-to books that contain information that was never at any of my uh, courses, whether they were in screenplay, or literature, or creative writing. Uh, there was a, one was a how to write a screenplay, and I believe it was British. There was a series of these how-to books and it contained the the question that one ought to ask every scene and it has it's never mentioned anywhere else and scene writing itself is is often left out of the equation uh, very rarely does it come up usually we look at the large arc, the spine of the story, and we don't go deep into uh, a scene. Um, Or say we're looking at subtext. Maybe some symbolism. But... And... And why? Maybe maybe that's something more theater. And actually, um, I'm just making a mental note to drop by the library and... Check out the theater section. Not so. Not the, not the screenwriting section, but the, the theater. Uh, perhaps finding something in playwriting. Yeah. So we'll see. So, one of the areas that I could you know I couldn't find at the library would be the my peers. Uh, people who are writing, people who are giving and taking feedback, and so uh, I'm not in touch with most of those people I'm sure. I'm sure that I've I've regained some connections or uh, bridges. Most of the bridges are, haven't been burned. Uh, what these in creative writing, there's usually an element of uh, constructive criticism, and so we we bring our in, in our we bring in our own writing, and around a table, we will talk about... uh, Yeah, we'll talk about our our writing. And... At first, at least in my case, I was very... uh, It was personal. It was personal, and I, I I was just sort of like waiting until it was over. And... It was... It was, it was like learning a new skill. And uh, I would see other writers defending their work, especially in screenwriting. I remember after, after every critique, there was this defense by, by a particular writer I'm thinking of. And rather than saying thank you, you know that you know this person's giving you potential gold, uh, but I wasn't at that point yet where I would say thank you. You know, and uh, I wouldn't look at the opportunities, right, that they were offering. the The thing, the thing is, I'm guessing for most people is that we go into this with blinders on, and we're not seeing all of the angles like we're seeing just from one point of view and not from a multiplicity so I'm I'm pretty sure that 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 has happened uh, that uh, over the years uh, you know doing constructive criticism that uh, I've I've developed, and, and some people say thick skin, uh, which is so suggestive uh, that you know you've got to develop this scar tissue. Whereas at the beginning you, you don't. One does not have to go to uh, an institution edu- for education uh, to build up uh, a thick skin. To gain skills in critique constructive criticism and feedback giving feedback, receiving feedback uh, you can find it outside you can find it in writer's group uh, you can find it you you could make your own writer's group and with a caveat uh, I, I would say you know, perhaps you might start off as, you know, you're praising each other, praising the work, but eventually that you develop a a way of uh, spotting parts of the story that have potential. And um, two, you could just sort of like cut, you know, and sort of go, oh, that is not. Helping the story. Uh, you might have to explain why, but uh, eventually you get to the point where it's almost like a come at me, bro, uh, or come at me, sis. It's this uh, attitude towards it that it's more important to improve the story than it is to get praise. You know, you're okay about the praise, but it's just super important to improve the story. Uh you know the story needs improvement. You have the perception, you can see that it needs improvement. Perhaps you don't know why. It's almost like say, um, becoming kind of a Borg kind of person. You know, you're connected. Uh and these people with their different perceptions, they can see they're objective. You're subjective, you're in it. Uh Perhaps you love it, but you know realistically you know that it needs work and perhaps you're just having that day where you can't you don't know what the uh, what the uh, trouble spots are uh, or say perhaps you're you're not there yet you know that it needs work uh, you know agents won't touch you publishers small press won't touch you. Uh, you know, you're uh, you're an indie publisher no one's buying your books the reviews are frightening, you know so you know that something is wrong and you're looking for advice and feedback potential gold and you're also helping others in the same boat we're all in the same boat you know my my first I love my first drafts, you know they're beautiful, but they're trash, right you know they're full of plot holes and they're full of bad storytelling Moss, what's bad storytelling oh yeah <laughs> my children, let me tell you it's and see it's 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 all there, it's all online. You know, everybody's got their blogs offering their de- advice. You know, at the bottom it says, "Buy my book." But all of these, everybody is sharing this information. Uh, you know, ad- amidst amidst the uh, subtext. You know, <laughs> uh, what's the subtext, Moss? Subtext is this stuff going on underneath the scene. So, you know, the the subtext of Twitter is like everything. Everybody's got something they they're selling. That's the subtext. Some people are more obvious about it. And I argue they're coming from a place of desperation, which you know, it it, it can get you there. Uh uh Subtext. Yeah, subtext is subtext is a, an example of looking at a scene, a moment in your story, differently. And I can remember having this uh, super embarrassing moment on Twitter where I suggested someone use subtext. I could see the subtext, or I saw a potential subtext, and I mentioned it and it went south I I, I apologized but uh, you know that it, it was a learning experience for me it was sort of like say um, uh, if somebody's having difficulty it's, it's good to check you know or say uh, somebody might not be at the point where they, they you know that they can receive uh, feedback and and too my, my trouble is I'm at the point where I think it's good I think my feedback is my opinion as a storyteller right so this is not just sort of a, a reader's opinion this is a writer's opinion this is a, <clears throat> I'm, I'm looking at how to make it deeper and how to draw in the reader what are those techniques? Uh, you know how to reward the reader for all this, you know, hard work they're doing. Uh, enjoyable. How to make it enjoyable? Uh, difficulties when you place yourself in a class, uh, a class environment, a, um, a school. With an instructor, a leader, it's going to happen. It's sort of forcing the writers' workshop, uh, the writers' group, to happen. You know, so I, over the span of, I think it was about seven years, that you know, I was involved in probably, probably, hundred a hundred or, uh, if not more, groups. That spanned the gamut, so it was uh, you know different genres, different styles of of story. Then there was the the groups that I had outside, like the uh, screenwriters. you know we would get together um, I think more so after. After classes I got involved in a couple different groups and I remember one it was um, via uh, studying literature and these these literary types and I I wanted I wanted to be a poet I wanted to revel in language and uh, you know, submerse myself in that hot tub and just just enjoy it. And I couldn't. I was uh you know, these wonderful poetic types, you know, they would they would be saying to me, but what does it mean? <laughs> What's it about? Ah, <laughs> uh, my genius. Uh, the and and my dilemma there was communication. And now i've i'm super critical of my own work, and not enough you know again and again and again uh, and I think that's deeply troubling, like say, as a young writer uh, that I would have a lot of difficulty with that I'm pretty sure you know to hear from somebody you know older, older and wiser. And you know, just to have this impulse going on, this passion, you know, and somebody says, oh, "You've got to, you've got to rewrite it like a lot, many, many times." Yeah, I, I, I know that I would find that difficult. I, I, I think the question there would be why, and then the answer would have to be with full compassion that that uh, the initial the the rough um, I could do an analogy and say it's like you know you're making a statue, you don't just you know clink 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 you know, and there's the statue you have to first you have to go out and you have to find the stone quarry uh you know you have to. Spend the time getting that stone out, transporting that stone, hoping it doesn't break. Then you have to have um, the support. Uh, I'm talking about like the financial support. Uh, then, well, you know, regardless of what it is, you know, if it's a producer or whatever. And that too is shaping your work. Uh, you know, the finished product, you know, isn't this personal thing. Uh, it's, it's shifting into the public domain. And, and so and then you begin work. And it's first you're doing rough, you're doing, you know, sketches to Find the statue within the stone, and you know, slowly you're revealing it, and you know, in rough, uh, rough passes, rough edits, and you know, slowly but surely, you're getting to that finished, polished state. But even then, you know, you have, you know, hopefully, you have people coming in who are you know looking at it peers or say the the person footing the bill who is guiding you know and saying okay it's going to be this way or that way and just checking the time <laughs> have i said too much so you you can go to the library Uh, Find the textbooks. And you can uh, find a writer's group locally. um, Or form a writer's group. There's things now, like say via the internet, like Meetup. And uh, say through something like Twitter, you can find people locally doing something. Or even meeting online. If you want to be genre specific, et cetera, et cetera. Problems with online. Problems with online. One of the problems when I was on Facebook was, we had uh, ESL people. Uh, Pros and cons. You know, the the pro is that it's open to anyone, right? And so you could you have opportunities to interact with people story wise that is, you know, huge. Uh, the, the negative aspect of it was, and I'm thinking of a particular Facebook group, was that we had, it seemed like every time I was there, somebody was showing their work, and they didn't have, they weren't fluent. And when I mean fluent, I mean basic English, uh, plain English. Because you can you can tell a great story with plain English. Just the basic building blocks, because it communicates clearly. And you, you know the the poetry is not getting in the way. And the, I want to say, exacerbation, which is a, a good example of uh, vocabulary that you know some people don't know what exacerbate means. Uh, and quickly getting away from that word, in in those Facebook groups, there was a a limitation. There were some kind souls who were willing to take time, uh, but in my in my own case, also having tutored and taught ESL, I I, I had moments of. I'm not here for this. <laughs> I, you know, this is not an ESL class. If it was an ESL class, it would be, you know, Facebook group, you know, ESL 101, or whatever, 301, but but the, it, that's the thing. Uh, I also noticed some face group, Facebook groups would, um, that you had kind of to apply first. Uh, i I think it was Facebook and Goodreads, but it wasn't an automatic you know they they wanted to check you out. they wanted to make sure I think one actually said they wanted people who were published so so that was a way to uh, differentiate uh, not not isolate but differentiate to to sort of say you know okay we're not doing ESL. And another problem is, and I've encountered this, I'm trying to count, not a lot, but occasionally I'll get um, odd moments where I'm dealing with people who aren't writers and um, people who are not serious about writing. Anybody can just, you know, I'm a writer. And two, I use that term. Technically, I'm an author, but. I still think of myself as a writer and it's a good place to come from because it's sort of say, you know, continuing to work on it, you know, rather than, you know, putting my hat up and just sort of, uh, I'm, I've finished, it's over, it's done. Mission accomplished. But yeah, so I've encountered people who are very haha and not professional and, uh, people who are on the way, and I like, I like to think that I'm pretty forgiving, but, uh, I do have my limits. There's also the retweeters, uh, people who are purely there, and sorry, but I'm thinking of a particular group of retweeters that are purely there to advertise, you know, it's, you know, buy my book. You know, if, if... If you follow me, I'm going to DM you with a sales pitch. I'm not interested in knowing you. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the subtext. And... It's business. You know, it's nothing personal. But it is personal. You know, the, the best sales are when you, when you connect with the customer when you connect with <sighs> why because we're human it's awesome i will i will return i will give you i will return to your store you know if you treat me like a human being i will preference your store over the the one that isn't at all interested in my existence, you know, when it's it's just cash, coin currency you know, or sorry, but those posts, you know I love all my followers I'm thinking of Sunset Boulevard or something, the uh, the aging actress right, I'm ready for my close-up, and I'll, I'll hear complaining from you know, various, various people about uh, the way it's being done say people just, who just put up quotes and you know, it's quotes or, or something else I, I, I you know, I I don't know if I admire people who are putting up their um, self quotes this amazing guy was putting up these, you know, quotes of his own writing Right, and he put his last name at the end of the quote, like he's Albert Einstein or something. And I was like, "Wow, look at the ego on you!" You Yeah, it's 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 almost ripe. (laughs) Uh, And 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 why? What's the alternative? There's a better way. There's a better way to do all that stuff. People who put up quotes of their work, their their story, to sort of say to, you know, it's a way of advertising, yes, but it's it's engaging. And if done well, it, helpful on both sides. You know, it's uh, it doesn't feel like a sales pitch, and so on and so forth. Have I gotten off topic? I think it's on topic, but... Let's see how we doing it's, it's time to wrap this up so you don't need an education but you've got to educate yourself if if you're into this if you're going to do this correctly and, and by correctly I mean if you're going to go to uh, if you're going to create a product that serves expectations, and by that I mean, you know, heck, if you want to write pulp novels, of you know, of a certain grade and a certain audience that isn't looking for much, um, even then, you've got to put in the research to uh, find out what the expectations of uh, like the audience, what they are expecting to get out of that pulp novel, uh, pulp short story, pulp flash fiction, novella, and if you don't provide that level, uh, then you know you're going to lose people. Fan fiction, fanfic, even there, you're looking at. Uh, a certain level of of grammar, um, syntax, etc. There are elements that fans, you know, adhere to. There's flexibility, right? They want to have fun. You know, this is this is their passion. They love what's well, a current show right now. I'm just uh, reaching into my brain box and. Uh uh here we go Titans. You know, I just saw, you know, this gritty version of Teen Titans and you know, oh my gosh, it's you know, it's it's better than the movies. <laughs> I think I was like, oh, you know, great start. It's uh I'm sure it's going to fall apart in the se- at the scenes. Uh I'm thinking of contrast to Gotham, that uh, say the, the first season of Gotham versus the stilted on the nose dialogue. Uh, lovely visuals, visually that you know Gotham is ending uh, on a very fine note, but the the writing is uh, and, and two isn't it, I find it interesting. Uh, would I have known that you know, before all of this uh, study that has gone on <clears throat> so uh, you've got to imitate you've got to pick up the work that uh, the genre that you're in you've got to pick that up you've got to seriously look at it look at the competition see how they're doing it and imitating by that I don't mean you know, complete imitation. You could, you could take a fanfic and you could change all the names and situations and make it your own. Yes, people do that. I have done that. <sighs> what? But what I mean is that you look at it and go, you know, this tally, what are the expectations? You know, a fan coming to this work, what do they expect? What makes it a pleasure, but also what makes it accessible, right? What things do I have to cut out of my own style, my own way of doing things? Uh, what, What do I do that is inaccessible? You know, and then once you target that, especially in your second draft, you have to start eliminating. If you're serious, if you don't give a hot whatever <laughs> then then you know the sky's the limit go ahead so yeah this whole thing i'm talking about in this this whole business this podcast this this is about being serious it's about being passionate but it's about it's about being serious uh I'm foolish. I, I'm I'm as silly as the next person. I have a sense of humor, um, but I am at work, and you know, perhaps this is us me- meeting at the water cooler and talking about the business and uh, making fun of it. Especially, say on Twitter, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun being had. There's a lot of progress. Sharing these sprints—it's just so inspiring—and one one day I'd like to try it. Uh, I've had I've had classes where we would do this, and it would be um, say free writing, and say, "Okay, everybody, we're going to spend 10 minutes writing." And I think that's where this sprinting is coming from, this online sprinting. But there's a lot of encouragement and fun being had and humor amidst uh, the bloodthirsty business. (sighs) Oh, boss, is it so bad? Only in our own brains, kid. Only in our own brains. It's all about perception. Is there a way that we can flip the table of perception and just exist and not beat ourselves up over, you know, this thing. Whatever it is. So, in the last few minutes, uh, I mentioned Story by Robert McKee. There's some great uh, screenplay, uh, Screenplay manuals, and the one I use is My Story. Can beat up your story. Uh, his last name is Sketcher, and he does the uh, TV show. Oh my gosh! I think it's called Stitchers, which is interesting because it's very close to his name, last name. Uh, there's uh, th- th- that screenplay manual. What it does is it pulls from many sources. So it's, it's not one way of viewing things. Uh, another avenue in that uh, screenplay manual is Dramatica's... Uh, if you look up Dramatica, you'll find it. And they have this view expansion of archetypes. It's, it, I think it's the best look at archetypes. And you can get a taste of it in um, the uh, the manual I use, which is uh, My Story Can Beat Up Your Story. Which is, it's thin. Robert McKee's story is huge and vast and deep, but uh, My Story versus, Can Beat Up Your Story is, it's thin and it it, it's communicating it's just going for okay you know the basics let's see other other stuff there was one uh, I think it's called The Hero's Journey and that one is looking at uh, Joseph Campbell's Monomyth uh, which inspired George Lucas in, in doing his Star Wars movies uh, so it's the Monomyth based on uh, Campbell's The Hero with a Thousand Faces. All those books are at the library. And Let's see. What are some other things you can find at the library? Oh, lastly, if you want to take it up a notch, go to a university library and, and go take a look at Go take a look at if if you're not looking at the um, master's uh, thesis. Uh, yeah, you know, head over there. Uh, whatever you're into, say if you're if you're looking, you know, down the path of say screenwriting structure, or you know, if you have a creative writing pro- program close to you. Go and take a look at what they are supposed to submit, because those find their way into the library, and they will have more so uh, than the public library. The university library will have the creative writing textbooks. Uh, you might you might be in competition for some, but you know not all classes are running at all the same times. So. the final thing to talk about is the I guess it's why to do this I wrote I wrote a lot Uh, I wrote manuscripts before I became serious it was looking back on it it was exploring and I was doing it for myself, whereas now it's this balancing act of, you know, I am writing for myself, I enjoy aspects of it, there's parts that I don't like, uh, and the balance is to, to get as much as I can of my half, and then there's the, the business half, is, is the other half. And there's parts of it that are great. Uh, so it's, you know, sort of many balancing acts going on and yeah, you know, so you don't have to blow a lot of money to, uh, you know, to, to learn this. It can all be done, uh, on the, on the fly, on the cheap. and uh but the 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 one factor that helped me was that it would it forced me and say I might not have done as much if I had done it on my own I, and to i was already I was already pursuing that path, but uh, you know say the discipline uh wasn't there. And, and that's something that uh, uh, a school, a university, college, provided me with. Focus. Uh, leadership. You know, somebody who's saying, okay, we're going to go do this thing. Accountability. Community. All built in. And I wonder... I wonder what ha- would have been different if I had not gone uh, down that path. Uh, it's interesting, you know, being online because I'll have people who hit me up uh, for classes. It, it's sort of odd because, say, I'll you know say have somebody follow me who. ...teaches creative writing classes... ...and say... Um, ...or uh, doesn't follow me back... ...say like I'm following them because they're a writer... ...but they don't follow me back... ...and I'm sitting there thinking... ...is it because... And, and, ...you know... ...trying to second guess it... ...and ultimately have to let these things go... ...but... Um, ...or say somebody's... ...somebody's... you know, ...trying to sell me the, their book... ...and... I'm sitting there going, you know, you know, oh, you know, and you're not going to ask about my book, you know, and I feel offended. I slightly, not a lot, but I just sit there and go, you know, uh, I just blew all this money, you know, to create this product, and, and I don't know if you have, but I'm getting this sense that you know, you're not, you're not serious, right? This is. Is this just a financial matter to you? Which is a horrible thing... You know... A place to be... Right? I don't want to have that conversation... I don't want to be thinking about it... Um... And... You know... I want to talk about writing... I want to talk about... I want to have somebody say... Hey Moss... What do you think of this? Right? What do you think of my... Ad campaign? You know... What do you think of... You know, I seriously have an opinion, and uh, I've been in the trenches. I am in the trenches, and you know, let's let's do this together instead of you just on your own, um, and so on and so forth. And yeah, it's it. it I just feel that there's this desperation that gets in the way of, of the process. I guess it's a part of the process, but it's such a terrible part of the process. And, uh, you know, why isn't it happening now, right? You know, why do I, why do I, why am I not getting what I want? And, and the worst was on Twitter seeing someone leaving writing right, and somebody was saying I've stopped writing, I've quit it feels great, you know and I'm, you know, I'm moving on to other stuff, and I was thinking maybe this person will come back and one day but uh, just sort of sitting there just sort of, you know going, well you know, <laughs> you, know you know, good for you I guess, I don't know and what is... what is on the... what is on the horizon. Uh, Say eventually when we can just... plug in that creative writing module... you know, and... download it. You just instantly... have all that knowledge. Still, that... that does not make... uh, a book. That is not a story. And... That too is a difficulty because you could go like like so many people who go through the education system and say, you know, their plan is to become a doctor. You know, and they're very sincere about it. But they get to the point where they realize I'm not a doctor. I'm not a good doctor. Say such as myself. You know, I'm a passable teacher. My heart's in the right place. You know, especially with creative writing and I I know uh, bits and pieces but you know I'm I'm not an educator and uh, or at least not in in that way perhaps say in this the podcast I can I can do that and help out in that way (laughs) shower me with money (laughs) um and and two, people who, you know, who invest in creative writing, say, and they find themselves at the end of that, that, you know, they have no story, they have not lived, maybe, um, you know, d- is it the passage of time where you get opinionated, it, you know, do you have to have something horrible happen in order to, you know, tell a story? I don't think so, uh, but there's, there's definitely alchemy, you know, it's, there is a kind of chemistry that goes on, and there's that question of uh, figuring out what readers want, and giving it to them, while at the same time, you know, being, you know, your own... Um, you know, yeah, being nourished, being nourished by this process uh, of creativity, of creativity, and you get you know, pe- people are looking at your stuff, and oh my God, that's terrifying but thrilling at the same time. Sublime, I believe that's what sublime means. Um, usually, it's sublime, you know. People use it in a positive, and they, and they leave out the. The horrifying part of sublime, and I think that's enough. Uh, keep writing, and don't look back. You know, just you know, forget about what happened yesterday, and look ahead. Uh, you know, the vision, you know, hold that vision. Trust the process. Uh, yeah, because. You know, from my perspective it's, it's all about it's all about that it's all about um, you know there's going to be dry days and there are going to be days where you know it doesn't look like there any, there's anything or it doesn't look good the story um, you know but <laughs> tomorrow is another day take care